You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. The worship team again, once again. Yes, thank you, Jesus. We want you to be glorified. We want you to be lifted high. That's all we're asking for. We're not asking for much. Because you see, if, you want, if, if God is glorified in your body, there will be no sickness in your body. Are you getting my point? Yeah, because sickness does not glorify Him. Healing and health glorifies Him. God is not glorified when you are not able to pay your bills. <laughs> are you getting me? Yeah, that doesn't give Him glory. It doesn't give Him pleasure. So when you ask for him to be glorified, I want you to know that you are asking for much more than you even imagine. Yes, you are asking for more than you can imagine. So when I ask you to say, God, be glorified in my life, be glorified, that means that you are asking him to shine through your life. You're asking him to manifest his true essence in your life. Glory to God. So I want you to know that uh, we're excited this year. What is this year? <laughs> what did we name it? That's right. Exponential revelation and heavenly invasion. Or if you like, you can say my exponential year. Hallelujah. E2020. Come on. Hallelujah. E2020. Yes. It's your exponential year. Things are going to pop, 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 pop. Hallelujah. In your life, exponentially, God is going to multiply you. He will increase you. He will break limits. He'll break limits of your life. He will break barriers. Hallelujah. He will usher you into dimensions you never experienced before. You have visitations and invasions of heaven in your life. Excited about that. But it's going to start, we're, going to, we're, we're starting by waiting on the Lord. So we are starting a journey of 21 days only. <laughs> from, from tomorrow. Hallelujah. From tomorrow, we, 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 we're waiting on the Lord uh, for 21 days. Amen. Yeah, every nation global starts tomorrow uh, for five days, but then we continue. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we will join our global family, and then after that, we will continue. Amen. Yes? Amen. Or do you want to do five days? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to go through that. This, this fast is titled Amazing Grace. 
It's titled Amazing Grace, and you can download the, the, the app. You can go to the website as well. There's a Every Nation Fast, I think. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a website for that where you get all the information and then the devotionals for, for the fast. And if you have the app, how many of you downloaded the app last year? You downloaded the app last year. Okay, it's the same app. If you have that app, you can still go back. It's been updated. So it's now current. Hallelujah. So you can use that as well to go through the daily devotionals. Amen. So it's an amazing grace. Hmm? Yeah. Amazing grace. That's the theme of the fast. And um, so, but this evening I'm going to share with you, I want to bring a word. And I, and, uh, I believe that this word is, is vital. Uh, even as you, as you go into the fast, as you go, um, as you wait upon the Lord, as you pray, as we seek Him. We're going we're gonna to press in. Press in. I love it when we press into the things of God. Amen. I love it when we press into the things of the Spirit. Because God ends up giving us many surprises. He surprises us. There are things that He has for you. He says, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know of. Huh? Jeremiah 33, 3. Amen? Call upon me. So we are going to call upon him. And when we call upon him, the spirit of revelation kicks in. When you start calling upon him, when you start waiting upon him, when you start seeking him, you will find. He will show you things that you did not know about. He will show you things you did not even expect. I got some feedback after the crossover service. God has already started revealing things to people. Hallelujah. He couldn't even wait till Monday. Hallelujah. (laughs) He started revealing already. Dreams of revelation. Come on. Yeah. So expect revelation. Touch someone and say, expect God to reveal secrets to you. Yeah, expect him to reveal to you things you didn't know about. Things you didn't know about your life, things you didn't know about your family. Come on, things you didn't know about your future, things you didn't even know about your past. Expect prophetic hindsight. Say prophetic hindsight. So when you look back, you will see it with a prophetic eye and interpret it by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So many people don't learn from their past because they are still blind to their past. And I'm not saying you should just go start investigating your past, digging and looking for all the dirt and all of that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that God can show you, unlock, there are certain keys that are in your past that you have forgotten. There are things you have walked past. There are things things that you have not even paid attention to that are key to your future. 
but they are locked up and hidden in your past. So I want you to expect that as you wait upon the Lord, as we seek Him, don't be surprised when He starts showing you things. Things you didn't even know about your childhood. Things that nobody told you about your childhood, God can reveal to you. Yeah. So that's prophetic hindsight. <laughs> then you expect prophetic insight. Say insight. insight. Expect prophetic insight as well. Expect God to give you the ability to see even the now from his perspective. Because you can, you, you, you can look, but how many people know that not everybody that looks is able to observe. The ability to observe is different. Yeah. That's why when Galileo sat down in that, in that uh, chapel and the pendulum was swinging, many people have been seeing the pendulum. <laughs> but nobody was able to make the, the link. The connection. He was able to observe. Hallelujah. Before Isaac Newton discovered gravity, apples have been falling from trees. Yeah, apples have been falling all the time. Every day, apples fall. How come nobody made the connection? So expect... Even the normal things to be unlocked to you and you see secrets, you see formulas, you see things that nobody else, everybody's looking but they are not able to see. Amen. But you will look by the spirit of revelation, you'll be able to see. Amen. Expect that. Amen. So I don't know about you. I am excited because I know that God means business and God wants to show you things. God wants to lead you. God wants to, he wants to do something extraordinary. He wants to do something exponential. <laughs> one thing can be revealed to you and that will redefine your life. Just one thing. Doesn't have to be much, just one. It's enough to change the entire course of your life. And not only your life, even generations yet to come. By one thing that is shown. God has that ability. So let's I want you to, as we wait on Him, I want you to have that kind of faith. Have faith and believe God. Let's trust God. Let's trust God. Go with me to the book of uh, Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 12. I'll read from verse 10. If I, I'll just read verse 10. It says, And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced. 
Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one who grieves for a firstborn. So I want to share with you what I say, what I call receive the spirit of grace and supplication. Are you ready to receive the spirit of grace and supplication? Our fast is themed amazing grace. Now you cannot go through this and experience the things I'm talking about without the spirit of grace and supplication. All right. So there is a grace that unveils things. There is a grace that reveals secrets. There is a grace that enables enables us to pray. There is a grace that enables us to wait upon the Lord. There is a grace that enables us to fast. The Bible says, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Okay? It's by the spirit of God. So there are things that God is going to release in your life in the course of these 21 days. That will be an operation of the spirit of grace and supplication. And by the end of this service, I'm going, to, I'm going to pray to impart to you the spirit of grace and supplication. You receive the ability to be focused in prayer. You receive the grace to excel in prayer. You receive that grace because that grace is going to enable you to achieve more than you have in the past. So this is going to be your easiest fast. <laughs> Come on. Only five people. I'm excited about that. Okay, you don't want it to be easy. That's fine. I understand. (laughs) Yeah, because grace, when grace is in operation, grace makes it sweatless. Hallelujah. So you ride on the wings of the Spirit. So, uh, God is speaking here concerning the uh, concerning Judah. He's going to pour out his spirit. And he calls it uh, the house of David. He calls it the spirit of grace and supplication. So this is the spirit of grace. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of grace. If you read the book of Hebrews, I think it's chapter 10, where it, it, it says, don't talks about the Holy Spirit. I think that's where it's talking about the unpardonable sin. And uh, he mentions the spirit of grace there. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. Okay? So he's the one that enables us to pray. Prayer is not just a mechanical thing. 
It's a spiritual thing. Are you getting me? Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. So when the Holy Spirit is in operation, He can actually breathe upon you and give you the stamina. How many people have, have prayed? You prayed and you, 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 just, you were just sure. I prayed for 30 minutes. And when you check your watch, it was just three minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. But when the spirit of grace is in operation, when you pray for 30 minutes, you think you just prayed for two minutes. Receive it. That's right. Somebody's smart receiving there. Yeah. There is that place in prayer. Okay? Where the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And there have been times that He has come upon me like that. And I can just pray through the night and not even realize that it's morning. But it's a grace. It's a grace. It's a grace. So that's what I want you to receive. So imagine that grace working in your life for 20, 21 days. Can you imagine the damage you will cause to the kingdom of darkness? Can you imagine what will be unlocked in your life? Can you imagine what will be done? Your future can be sorted out. Before you arrive. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. So he, he says he will pour on the house of David. And on the inhabitants of Jerusalem. The spirit of grace and supplication. And they will look on me whom they pierced. And we know this is messianic. This is talking about Jesus all right, when that spirit of grace is poured upon you and it's operating in you, the next thing is you start seeing. It now gives you the ability to see. Hallelujah. Do you know that up till today, national Israel is blind? It's spiritually blind. It's blind to the fact that the Messiah has come and gone. Still blind. As a nation, they're still blind. You know, there are little pockets of people here and there that have encountered the Lord and have experienced salvation and know. But majority of the nation are still praying. If you go to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem, you see they're still praying for the Messiah to come. They're still waiting for the first advent. Meanwhile, he's come and gone. And he's coming again. Yeah. So, but he says that when God pours out the spirit of grace and supplication on them, they will now look. And they will recognize him. There is a grace that enables you to recognize the Lord. When the Lord comes to you, you can miss him if you don't have this grace. 
Because he might come in a way that you did not expect him. And you can miss him. He came to them and he did not fit their theological box. And because he did not fit their theological box, guess what? They didn't receive him. The Bible says he came to his own and his own knew him not. They didn't know him. They didn't recognize him. Even his disciples, after the resurrection, on the way to Emmaus, he was talking with them and the Bible says their eyes were restrained and they did not recognize him. Until they sat down to break bread with him and they recognized how he breaks bread. Because he has a unique way of breaking bread. And immediately they recognize him. He vanishes. <laughs> As a resurrected Christ. So, this spirit does not only enable you to pray, it also enables you to see. Hallelujah. It enables you to see. And if this is our exponential year of revelation, you better get ready to see. Receive the grace for sight. Receive it. The ability to see. In the name of Jesus. They will look on him whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him. They will now realize, oh my God, you are the one we pierced. You are the one we crucified. They will now recognize the veil would be removed. And they will see it. So we need that same operation of the Holy Spirit. In our lives this year. And this decade. Hallelujah. Let there be. Abundance of revelation. Seeing. The spirit of seeing. The spirit of knowing. The spirit of revelation. The spirit of understanding. Hallelujah. Let it continue to flow. Let it, let it, let it begin to increase in your life. Let it begin to intensify in your life. And from now on, you won't be clueless anymore. Because the Spirit Himself is with you. So I want to say amazing grace. What an amazing grace. Grace is really amazing. It's really amazing. Grace does not only um, get you saved. It also empowers you. It enables you. It enables you to walk in victory where you used to be defeated. It enables you to stand where you used to fall. Hallelujah. It enables you to see where you used to be blind. It enables you to walk where you couldn't walk before. There is a grace. So I'm trusting God that this grace will be released in our lives. There will be an outpouring. Outpouring of this grace. Upon this house. In the name of Jesus. They will grieve for him. As one grieves for a firstborn. So this, gra this grace enables you to mourn for your sin. 
It enables you to break down. You, you are not going to be prideful. I see some people who are who, who seen with such blatant um, um, defiance, and they call it grace. It's not the same. This grace enables you. It enables you to break down. And you recognize your blunder. Hallelujah. As a nation, they pierced him. And you, you remember when they were during the, um, um, during the Passover, what did they say? They, when they were saying, crucify him. They say, let his blood be upon us and on our children. Did they know what they were saying? They are blind people. So this grace will enable you to know the things you have spoken that you should not have said. Yeah, the things that you have spoken that have armed the enemy against you, this grace will open your eyes to that. Hallelujah. And once your eyes are open, once your eyes are open, guess what? The enemy no more has power over you. His power is broken. His secret is exposed. And he's not able to keep you bound anymore. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, give me more grace. Yes. It's in Titus that says, The grace of God that brought salvation to all men has appeared. That's appeared unto us, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly loss, we may live righteously and soberly in this world. The grace of God appears. May he appear to you. May the grace of God appear to you. May the grace of God appear to you and teach you certain things. Hallelujah. And teach you where to say no and where to say yes. Hallelujah. I'm praying for this grace. Not only does it enable you to pray. Not only does he open your eyes, but he also appears to you. May there be a revelation of the true grace of God that will empower you, will equip you, will enable you. Hallelujah. Grace is not only unmerited favor, because the word grace here is, is favor. It's favor. It's favor you don't merit. But it's not only limited to that. It also has to do with empowerment. On undeserved empowerment. Come on. How about that? Yeah. That's, that's, that's also an operation of grace. He empowers you. Enables you. There are certain abilities you have that you don't even deserve to have. But you don't realize that it's the grace of God that is working in you. Years ago, I was listening to a man of God, and he was talking about, he was sharing in, uh, his experience. He prayed one prayer, and he said, Lord, um, I want you to, he says, I want you to show me, um, show me how my life would be without you. You know? Show me how I can, you know, without you, 
how I can do ministry? How can I, can, how, how can I live if I don't have you? <laughs> he prayed that prayer, and guess what? God answered the prayer. He said, for, for, some, for, some, for some time after that, they, I mean, to even think, to even think of scriptures, he was struggling. He couldn't, he couldn't locate the verses. He, it's like, so God, what God did was he just withdrew that grace. And he's trying to sing, but he, he, can't, he keeps like, he can't even remember the lines. He couldn't remember the words. He was struggling. This, the easiest things he couldn't do. <laughs> things he used to take for granted. He couldn't, he couldn't do them. Huh? Certain routines. You wake, he wakes up in the morning and you, know, you take it for granted that you just remember, you know you have to go brush your teeth and all of that. He, he, lost, he, he lost the ability to think like that. And he said it was the hardest few days of his life. Because he would be saying, but I knew this, I knew this. Um, yeah, but uh, you know... And he was, and he didn't realize that it was an answer to his prayer. It was later on because it's like, what's going on? What's wrong with me? What, what, why, why am I messing up like this? Why am I messing everything up? Why can't I do this? Why, but I could do this before, you know. It was later on the Lord said, but you prayed. You asked. He said, Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please, I need you. So. From that time, I mean, after that, the, 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 the grace came back. And then he found he could do things. So many times we don't realize the workings of grace in our lives. You think you're just smart, right? Isn't it? Yeah, very intelligent. When you talk, you're so articulate. He said even to make sentences, he would like, he would just, he, was, he would struggle to construct, you know, like intelligent sentences. <laughs> May you not find yourself in that place at the wrong time God decides to say, let me take it. A bit. And then it's a crucial time. Imagine what it would be like. Hmm? Maybe you are in the boardroom and you are the one, you are, you are supposed to make this, you know, you are, you are supposed to make this presentation and all of a sudden you stand there, boop, and the grace is gone. Um, 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 hey, but I knew it, you know. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I prepared. Honestly, this, you know, I... Yeah, but, um, you know, and they'll be looking at you. Hello? Are you drunk or something? <laughs> yeah. But it's such simple things we take for granted. There's so much God has given you that you don't deserve. So much. Or should I pray that prayer for you? That God would just, in these 21 days, just show you. 
<laughs> Do you want that? <laughs> okay, you got the message. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got the point. Yeah. The point is that we are nothing without Him. Without Him, we have nothing. Yeah. That's why it's interesting. God gives grace to the humble. He never gives grace to the proud. So, you already have grace, but He cannot add to your grace if you are proud. And one of the ways to humble yourself is through fasting and prayer. So, when you fast, you are humbling yourself, especially if you do it appropriately. You're humbling yourself, so you're positioning yourself for more grace. Hallelujah. More grace. So I'm trusting God that He will pour out His grace upon you. That's the grace that will begin to uncover things. I want you to believe God that this grace will, will reveal secrets to you. Let it reveal secrets to you. Look at Daniel. Let's look at Daniel chapter 2. In Daniel chapter 2, the king had a dream. Imagine this situation. The king has a dream and he wakes up and he has forgotten the dream. How many people have forgotten dreams before you? Okay. Unfortunately, you don't have the position to. <laughs> you are not in a position to... <laughs> <laughs> to call some people and harass them <laughs> to remind you of your dream. But this king had the dream and he couldn't remember his dream and he has these wise men. In those days, um, in those days kings used to have uh, dreamers around them. They have dreamers around them. They have interpreters of dream around them. The, you know, so, so that as they get dreams, these interpreters or these wise men will give them the interpretation and then they will implement it. And that's how their empires grew and grew and grew because God was constantly speaking to them through the dreamers around them or using the interpreters to interpret their dreams. That's how they became massive. Today we don't have, our leaders don't even, <laughs> they don't even know what, you know, what that means, you know. But that's how it was in biblical times. So this, the king has this dream. And he knows this dream is very significant, but he can't remember it. So he calls these people who are on, um, on his payroll, who, you know, are supposed to be his advisors and his, his, his spiritual advisors and, and dream interpreters. And they couldn't get it. And they say, King, you tell us a dream. We'll tell you the interpretation. The guy says, no, no, no. You tell me the dream. And I will know if it is the right dream. I will remember. Then you can tell me the interpretation. And they said, nobody on earth has this ability. It's not possible. The guy says, well, your heads are going to roll. Yeah, heads are going to roll if you don't tell me my dream and my inter the interpretation of my dream. So, as this was going on, Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who 
uh, when Babylon were among the wise men, were going to be destroyed with all these heathens. So Daniel now makes a statement. Look at chapter 2, verse 18. So, sorry, let's read um, from verse 16. So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation. He says, king, just don't be in a haste. Just give us some more time. Okay? Give us some more time. And then what happens? And Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and his companions. Okay? So he went to his connect group and told them. Yeah, or his tribe. Yes. That they might seek the mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret. Can you see that? That they might seek the mercies. That they might seek the mercies from God, from the God of heaven concerning the secret. So Daniel and his companions, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. So they went to pray. Hallelujah. So like now, we're going to pray. We'll be praying from tomorrow. As we pray, I want you to expect some secrets. Expect the mercies of the God of heaven to be extended to you. You see, we come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and to find help in time of need. So Daniel and his companions come and they, Daniel is able to negotiate extra time. And then he goes to his friends and he says, guys, listen, we better pray. We know we serve a living God. So let us seek his mercies. Remember in Lamentation, it says it's because of his mercies that we're not consumed. Hallelujah. Because of his mercy, you are not going to be consumed this year. Yes, the enemy will not be able to consume you because of his mercies. So we are going to seek his mercies. And one of the manifestations of this mercy is revelation. Some revelations are manifestations of mercy. Are you getting my point? So here we see... Uh, they, uh, verse 19 says, Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Hallelujah. God answered their prayers. That's how God is going to answer your prayer. As we seek him, as we go before him, he is going to answer you from heaven. He is going to reveal to you secrets. Hallelujah. If there is any mystery around your life, go before God and seek the mercies of the God of heaven that he will unravel that mystery 
if there's any mystery around your family, go and seek the God of heaven and let him unravel the mystery around your family. If there's any mystery around your children, go and seek the God of heaven to unravel that mystery to you. Hallelujah. There is mercy available. Then Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the God, uh, the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. And he reveals deep and secret things. Hallelujah. Say, that's my God. God is going to reveal deep and secret things as we seek Him. So I'm, I'm expecting God to reveal things to you. I'm expecting God to reveal things to me. I'm expecting God to reveal things to us. I'm expecting that. He knows what is in the darkness. And the light dwells in him. I thank you and praise you. O God of my fathers, you have given me wisdom and might. And have now made known to me what we asked of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. Hallelujah. So you need to know what to ask for. In these days as we go before the Lord. Ask for things that are meaningful. Do you understand? Ask for things, things to be revealed to you. Things that will make a difference in your life. Don't just ask God to, you know, move the couch for you. You know, that doesn't change your life in any way. <laughs> but there are things that can be revealed to you. And will change your life. Will change your destiny. Will align your life to your destiny. Hallelujah. That's what this grace can do. That's what this grace can do. Grace and mercy. Two sides of the same coin. Amen. It's working. It's working in us. As we pray, let's trust God. Let's believe God. And that's how Daniel was able to get the dream. And then he now came to the king and said, King, <laughs> there's a God in heaven. <laughs> this God is not like the one that the Babylonians worship. This is the God of Israel himself. The God of heaven and earth. The one that spoke and the world came into existence. The one that upholds all things by the word of his power. That's the one that has given us this secret. And he tells the king, king, this was your dream. And this is the meaning. I mean, if he's able to tell you the dream, of course you believe the meaning, right? Yeah, of course. So that's how I'm trusting that God will reveal things to you. Things that have been hidden. Secrets. Even secrets that the enemy has successfully used against you. 
All right? Believe God for that. That God will reveal that to you. So that the enemy becomes a failure. So far as you are concerned. Where he used to win, all of a sudden, he just starts losing. Say, Lord, I believe you. Amen. Yeah. So, and as you pray, I want you to also believe God. That God is also going to change you. Because prayer and fasting, listen, fasting does not change God. Prayer does not change God. God does not need to change. Okay? Yeah. He says, I'm the Lord, I change not. So there's no amount of prayer that can change God. There's no amount of fasting that can change God. But it is meant to change you. It's meant to change you. So I want you to believe God that in this, in, as we wait upon him, as we seek his face, as we seek his grace and his mercies, that we will be changed. Sometimes your situation doesn't need to change. Sometimes it's you that needs to change. Do you understand me? Yeah, sometimes that's, sometimes that's God's recipe. There are times, yes, God will change the situation, but times, sometimes he just needs to change you. He needs to change your heart. He needs to change your mindset. He needs to change your perspective. He needs to change how you view things. And once that is changed, it causes other things to line up. Yeah. I've said the story of how years ago I was seeking the Lord because I was very convinced that I have sinned against God. That's why I was going through the hard things I was going through. You know, that's why as a family we're going through all kinds of things. And I was just convinced, no, I'm sure I've missed God here. I've sinned. I have either sinned or there's something I'm not doing that I'm supposed to be doing. But then I decided to seek God. You know, he says, seek and you shall find. And then when I began to seek God and I was seeking him every day, I, would, I wasn't fasting, but I was seeking. See, there are times it requires fasting, but there are times it doesn't require fasting. So I began to seek God every day. I go before God. Lord, speak to me. Show me. What is my sin? <laughs> because I'm so convinced that the problem is not with you. It's with me, okay? It's with me. I'm not blaming you for it. I, I, I take the blame. I take the blame. I take responsibility for my situation. But show me. Show me my sin so that I can repent. Or show me where I'm missing it. What I'm supposed to be doing that I'm not doing. And as I, I was seeking God, I think it was the third week. No. I, I was sleeping. Then I heard the voice from heaven. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. I woke up and I knew, yeah, that's the answer. I was excited until I read the scripture. <laughs> As a good soldier, endure hardship. As a good soldier of Christ, endure hardship. 
You see, when you seek God, expect to be changed. That's, that answer changed me. It didn't change my situation. It changed my heart. It changed my mindset. Are you getting my point? And it gave me the, 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 the strength to go through. In fact, after that, things got worse. Yeah, after that, you would think, you would think that after that, things would just improve. Actually, after that, things got worse. After that, we were evicted. I'm looking for another place to stay. Oh, my God. As a good soldier. But guess what? I was changed. So that situation did not, it did not affect me. Why? Because I've been changed from the inside. So as you wait upon the Lord, as you seek the Lord, expect God to change you. As you pray, expect God to change you. Don't expect to change God because he will never change. All right? The most important thing is not changing your circumstance, it's changing you. Do you understand me? Because what, of what use is it if your circumstance changes and then your heart is still not right? It's like gaining the whole world and losing your soul. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So get ready to be changed. Hmm? Look at Luke chapter 9. St. Luke's gospel. Hallelujah. That, how many people want the spirit of grace <laughs> and supplication? Yes. Look at what, what it says. In, um, this was on the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus, um, verse 28 says, Now it came to pass about the eight, eight days after these saints that he took Peter, John, and James and went up to the mountain to pray. Then verse 29, look at what it says. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered, and his robe became white and glistening. As he what? Prayed. The appearance of his situation. Huh? As he prayed, the appearance of what? Of his face changed. It was altered. As you pray, expect your face to be altered. As you pray, expect your heart to be altered. As you pray, expect your perspective to be altered. Hallelujah. So, I know prayer changes things, but prayer also changes you. Prayer also changes you. Let let these 21 days be a, a time that you will change for the better. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You become more like Christ. Amen. His glory will rise upon you. His glory will manifest through you. Let people now see that you, you are not that angry, grouchy person anymore. Because now the Holy Spirit has come. God has come and has changed you. 
And people will now be surprised. The things I used to, used to explode about, all of a sudden, it's like, what? Is it the same you? No, it's the uh, upgraded you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Eric 2.0. My God. But prayer has that ability. That's what helped me to go through certain things. That's what helped us, really, as a family, to go through certain things. That's what enables us to go through trials. That's what enables us to endure. As a good soldier, endure hardship. In other words, there will be hardship that God is expecting endurance from you, not complaint, not murmuring, not you know, fault-finding, not accusations, accusing, looking for who to accuse. No, no, no. That's the time to endure. Hallelujah. Receive that grace. Receive the grace to go through whatever you need to go through to become the kind of person you are called to be. Amen. The kind of person you are called to be. There, you know, there are things God has ordained for you, but right now the, the present you does not have the capacity to handle what is to come. So God might allow you to go through some things. It's okay. Touch someone say, it's okay. He knows what he's doing. He has the best in mind for you. Amen. Glory to God. Oh my God. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're changing us. You're transforming us. Transforming us. My Lord and my God. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, mighty God, that there's going to be exponential growth in your life, that you'll begin to grow from within. Something will change inside you. Something will be unlocked within you. Something will be activated within you. In the name of Jesus, it will be activated. There will be activation of God's nature in you. There will be an activation of God's grace in your life. The ability, the grace to rise, to face mountains and move mountains, to face Goliaths and run to them and not run away from them. You receive that in the name of Jesus. And there will be an outpouring, outpouring upon your life. Receive the ability to hear his voice. The breath of the Lord to come upon you. The spirit of God to come upon you. Yes, to bring inspiration to you. That you receive divine inspiration. You begin to receive, receive insights. Like never before. Let it fall upon you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let there be, let there be demonstrations of God's power in you. The, the, the power to stand in the midst of the storm. The power to stand in, in, in the Red Sea. And not be overwhelmed. Receive what it takes. Receive what it takes. That if, if the whole earth is shaken, you will still be standing. In the name of Jesus. Receive that inner tranquility. Receive that inner peace. That inner peace. Let it penetrate your spirit. In the name of Jesus. 
I release it, I decree it over you. In the name of Jesus, the ability to stand firm in unstable times. In the name of Jesus, the ability to not lose hope, let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus, that your feet will be planted on the rock. Your feet will be planted on the rock. You shall not be moved. In the name of Jesus. The grace to plant. The Bible says they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. Yes, they shall not be moved, but shall abide forever. Receive the ability to stand firm and not be moved by circumstances. The storms may come. The winds may come. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, you will keep standing. In the name of Jesus. Yes, receive the ability to possess the gates of the enemy. That you will possess the gates of the enemy in the name of Jesus. That we will possess cities. We will possess nations. We will possess regions. But something has to be worked in us first. In the name of Jesus, receive that divine working in your life, in your heart, in your, in your mind. In the name of Jesus, let your vision begin to expand. In the name of Jesus, perfect vision. Receive perfect vision, 2020 vision. In the name of Jesus, no more confusion. I banish confusion from this house. I banish confusion from your home. I banish confusion from your life. In the name of Jesus. I speak it over you in the name of Jesus. Yes. I decree higher dimensions. The ability to rise high. It says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and will not go weary. They shall run and they will not faint. Yes, you will mount up with wings. You will rise to higher dimensions. In the name of Jesus, that this fast is going to lift you. It's going to elevate you to higher dimensions in your walk with God. In your relationship with God. I speak that over you right now. In the name of Jesus, receive that impartation from the Spirit Himself. The Spirit of grace Himself. In the name of Jesus. Receive it over your life. Receive the ability to walk in signs and wonders. Miracles, signs and wonders. Let it be worked in you. In the name of Jesus, receive. Receive that humility. That meek and lowly heart. Receive it right now. Let there be no place for pride. It doesn't matter what God does through you. You will not be lifted up. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You will not have an exaggerated opinion of yourself. In the name of Jesus. You will not exalt yourself more than you ought to. In the name of Jesus. I speak that over your life. I speak that over your life. I speak strength. The strength to resist every temptation. I speak it over you. In the name of Jesus. Receive the ability to resist, to resist pride, resist lust, resist sin. 
In the name of Jesus, receive it. Let it be worked in you. Receive that in you. In the name of Jesus, let it be worked in you. Yes, let there be. Receive a garment. Let it be imparted to you. For you to operate in the realm of the Spirit. For you to be able to transit and interface with angelic beings, with heavenly beings. Receive that right now. In the name of Jesus. Let it be worked in you. Let it be worked in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody here. God is delivering you from a critical spirit. You are so critical. You are so negative that it has been one of the things the enemy has used to stop your advancement. Right now, I break that in the name of Jesus. I break that over your life. I break that over your life. I break that over your life in the name of Jesus. That stronghold is broken right now. That stronghold is broken right now over your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. Receive new vision. Receive new sight. Receive foresight. Receive insight into the deep things of God. Receive insight into the secrets of the enemy. Receive insight, yes, into your destiny. The Bible says counsel is in the heart of a man is like deep waters. But a man of understanding draws it out. Receive the understanding to draw out from the very depth of your heart the counsel of the Lord, the purpose of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, let there be clarity of purpose. 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 In the name of Jesus, I speak it over your life. I banish confusion from your life. I banish that in the name of Jesus. Because if you are changed, your life will change. Your circumstance will change. The new version of you will attract the new level that God has ordained for you. Receive that right now. Trust God as we wait upon Him that these things will be a reality in your life. Amen. Let's begin to bless the Lord. Come on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Give Him glory. Come on. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.